0: Hey everyone, Michael Anthony here. Van Halen,
1: Chicken Foot, Sammy in the Circle. But anyway, you're listening to the only podcast that is dedicated to breaking down the entire Van Halen catalog one track at a time. And the podcast will rock. Ow! Hello, baby! Hello, all you rockers, rockettes, and everything in between. You have joined us for a new edition of And The Podcast Will Rock. Welcome back to the show. If you're new here, we are the show that dives into the catalog and discography of one of the greatest rock and roll bands of all time, Van Halen, one track at a time. I am your co-host, Mark Kamire. With me, as always, Corey Morissette. Corey... We're not doing it live this time. What's up? We're not. I'm still
2: recovering uh, from from the <laughs> epic marathon three and a half hour live show we did a couple of weeks back. But I tell you what, uh, it went really well. and you we you and I've been chatting, Mark. We got ideas for other live shows. So I'm thinking maybe we do one of these once a month. What do you think?
1: I think why not? It would be uh, it seemed to go pretty well. Everyone had a good time. Uh, We got a lot of good feedback from people that uh, that tuned in, Uh, whether they tuned in live or just tuned in later. uh, It was really good. So, uh, hey, why not for season two? Let's change it up a bit. And uh, I think we should do a live show at least once a month. I'm down. Well, I tell you what, uh, Brad Gold, uh, who's someone I've been chatting with uh,
2: through uh, Messenger on Twitter, uh, just kind of threw this out here. But, you know, New Year's Eve bash. I don't know. Just throw that out. It doesn't even have to be on New Year's Eve. We could do it like the night before, because I know you're young, you're <laughs> hip. You're probably going to be out partying and stuff. Uh, I'll be playing board games with my kids. That's how boring I am. But maybe sometime around there we do some sort of New Year's Eve bash.
1: Maybe so. Uh, yeah, that's still up in the air. It's a long way away. But hey, you never know. Uh, tune in. Stay tuned in, you guys, for uh, the word on that. Uh, but before that, let's get into our show. Corey, we're not alone, are we?
2: No, we are not. Uh, this is one of the uh, Van Halen fans that reached out early, early on uh, into our run. And uh, we are just finally getting to. So thank you very much for your patience and welcome to the show, uh, Matt. Now, how do I say your last name? Matt LaCasse? Is that right? you
0: are close. It's LaCasse, but I LeCasse. get it all okay. kinds of the ways. So it's all Perfect. good, man. Yeah. How's it going tonight, Matt? It's going great, boys. Thanks for having me on. Uh, I love the show. Um, Like I said, reached out early and I've been listening to most of everything you guys have done since then, enjoying it, enjoying the the conversation.
2: Yeah, Matt uh, came out and yeah, he said out of the 52, he's listened to 47 and the, you know, the five he hasn't, it all kind of depends on the song that was spun. So I totally get that. Even though I think dirty
0: water dog, how many, how many say I was, (laughs) that was pretty great. You know, all the rest of those, those songs. Yeah.
1: Yeah. In, but, interesting picks of songs from a from a particular album. Won't name it here, but uh, the listeners <laughs> they know. <laughs>
0: well, as you see, as usually say, we don't want to be mean to the main guy or the head guy, the head <laughs> singer guy, because we all know he's a great guy and he does not deserve the the crap he gets for that album. But what are you gonna do? Exactly yeah.
2: right now. Uh, before we get into anything of Van Halen, I just want to go throw it back to Mark because Mark's another guy who's he's a great guy and he's a singer and he had a big gig. Uh, just last night as we're recording this Mark, Tell us all about that.
1: Well, we, as in myself and a cavalcade of musicians from the uh, city of Nashville, just a whole bunch of us got together to uh, pay tribute to Lincoln Park and specifically uh, Chester Bennington, the, the late vocalist who's no longer with us anymore. It was for charity. It was for the One More Light uh, Foundation, which uh, Chester Bennington uh, helped start. Uh, and it is still actively going uh, it's still being run and we raised uh quite a bit of money for this event uh we made no money whatsoever we're we're just uh we got together and we played a bunch of linkin park songs all in the name of of charity uh to honor this man's uh legacy and his uh his career as well as the band that he was a part of and also to bring awareness to uh suicide prevention because Suicide ain't no joke, you guys. I know we like to have fun on here, but we like to be serious from time to time, and that's a serious matter. And on a personal note, it's a serious matter to someone like me, and I've always been a humongous fan of Lincoln Park. Uh, it's you know, say what you will about the type of music that they play and where they went in their careers, but I've always had a soft spot uh, for them. So to be part of this group to pay tribute and homage to the band, uh, well, that was a real treat. So, and I can honestly say I did not hate my performance. So that's that's a good step. That's a, that's a sounding uh, endorsement. But I gotta tell you, the the entire night was so much fun, full of incredible musicianship. I mean, it just I'm very lucky that the groups that I travel with and I get to do these shows with are just filled. There is no shortage of talent amongst these people. So if you were there uh, or if you uh, saw the the pictures, the videos, everything, any support, thank you so much. Thank you for being a part of it. And uh, tune in for the next one because I'm sure there will be more along down the road. Now, we're gonna see some clips uh, from the show being
2: uploaded at any time mark
1: there are clips uh on my uh on my personal uh Facebook so maybe I'll put it out on Twitter I I've got them I've got them there's Perfect. there's a uh, pic surfacing uh yeah, find it on Twitter at Mark the Bat, or at uh, uh at mark the Bat on Instagram as well so I'll be posting them what's your favorite Lincoln Park song to do my favorite Favorite one was I the one I got to do last night, actually. I got to sing Breaking the Habit, um, which uh, the night was kind of named after this song, and th- that song was a, uh, a very personal song to Chester himself. It was written um, about him trying to uh, uh, go through sobriety and the way uh, the bandmates were affected by his presence when he was not doing so well, and it was a wake-up call because he... Uh, wanted to keep the the train going as it were uh and he did so unfortunately i wish he could have uh, kept fighting a little bit longer but sometimes sometimes it's just too much so um that song was personal to the band and i'm glad i got to uh do that song in particular because it's a very very powerful one
2: that's awesome buddy well i can't wait to check out the clips Uh, i know you're Uh, we're trying to find a a night to record this because work and everything was getting in the way. And you're like, yeah, I can't miss rehearsal. I can't miss the gig you know, this is a big one uh, for not only Lincoln park, but for uh, the venue that you were performing at too. So I can't wait to check out those clips, but uh, maybe let's throw it back to our guest here, Matt, and talk a little Van Halen and uh, Matt, maybe uh, tell us all uh, how you kind of got into Van
0: Halen. All right. So um, I guess 1984, is when it starts, by the way, Mark, that's awesome. That, that, that thing about Chester and everything you just said, that is, that is, that hits home. That is, uh, I'm wearing a Soundgarden mm-hmm. shirt tonight. So, I mean, yeah, suicide. Yes. I mean, just, yeah. just every, every part of that yeah. with these artists, you think they're uh, isolated and they're, they're not isolated or they're in great shape and then stuff happens. And anyway, I mean, that Chester was one of the greatest. So anyway, um, uh, Born in 1974, so 1984, I'm 10 years old. I'm at home, I got MTV, and it's Jump and Panama are the first two things I see, right? But then also at the same time, they were playing in a heavy rotation the three videos from the fair warning shows. So it was Unchained. Uh, so this is Love and Hear About It Later. And it was Unchained, nice. it was them live on stage. David Lee Roth on the drum riser, everybody up, you know, doing his thing and the splits and the Van Halen on fire behind and Alex with the gong. Uh, I rode my bike to Kmart and the first two cassettes I bought at 10, 10 years old, were Unchained and, uh, or not Unchained, Fair Warning in 1984. And that's kind of it. I mean, I, I, I still listen to Fair Warning today. Uh, It doesn't make me a loser. I don't think so. I, I just, I love every part of Van Halen from the Roth days, which are my favorite um, all the way through all the Sammy. So I don't really have much of a, well, I'm more of a David fan for sure, but I've seen (laughs) Sammy more. Okay. Um, So I don't know, you know, it it started young. It's the first thing I've listened to and it's, it's, I still listen to it's still in my rotation all the time. You know, I, 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 I wish David was better this, but you know, what do you to do?
1: And as you say, uh, Matt, you, you said you've seen Sammy more. So I got to say, uh, who does the, uh, Roth era tunes better Roth or Sammy?
0: Oh, it's Roth a thousand percent. So, so here's the thing. I've seen Roth solo three times, mm. Sammy solo three times, one of those in Cabo. <laughs> I see Van Halen with Sammy. Yeah, I did that. I and that was that was a crazy story, which I'll tell you later. But but um Sammy with Van Halen, like I graduated high school in '92, so the fuck album comes out. I saw them in '91, '92, then again in ninety-five. Right. And then I didn't see raw Van Halen until the reunion. So, you know, at the end of the day. Those shows were great, just to see it, but they were better in two thousand and eight than they were in two thousand and twelve or fifteen. Like in fifteen, it was pretty bad. Mm-hmm. But <laughs> at the same time, the band was so tight, and Wolfie was so tight. I love all the iterations at the end of the day. i I, I you know, and it's hard for me to really say one singer should do one thing versus the other. Like I don't like Sammy singing David songs. And I don't think David Like or Sammy liked singing David songs, right? Probably not. So, right. Like, and Sammy doing Ain't Talking About Love wasn't his his bag, right? At the end of the
1: day. Man, he sounds it, so good it, at doing
0: it, though. <laughs> I will agree with you. That's the one I think he yeah. did okay. But, yeah. like, the rest of them, he didn't give a shit. And God bless him for it. Sammy, Sammy's yeah. his guy. David's his guy. Those two dudes are two, two pivotal dudes in rock and roll, right? Like, I mean, the two of them can't sit in a room together. And I don't blame them. I'd rather have a beer with Sammy. But I kind of agree with Dave more when it comes to stuff. I don't know. I don't know. Hot takes all you know? around. It's a lot of hot takes. It's a lot of hot <laughs> takes. But I'll say this at the end of the day. My one take is this, Mark. Mm-hmm. Sammy has one Achilles the, the Achilles heel to Sammy is the fact that he could have been the greatest front man of all time Right? he's got the looks he's got the voice he can play guitar when he wants to he can do all of these things his range is forget about it. there's nobody likes him he can sing Getty Lee. He can sing down low blues. He can do whatever he wants to do. He's the worst lyricist of all. <laughs> for a heavy metal, for a rock band as big as Van Halen, he is the worst lyricist ever. He, he's so bad at lyrics, he got kicked out of Van Halen for it. Mm,
1: I don't know. It's a... Uh... How, how many commercial successful albums later, all with his with his bad lyrics? Well, look, like I said, one thing about this, uh, I, I won't completely disagree with you. I, I will say one thing about doing this show is the journey we have taken, uh, really analyzing the music and the lyrics of certain songs, and you know, I've been pretty adamant that David Lee Roth writes some pretty stupid lyrics. However, I have also been proven wrong on more than one occasion. Uh, and as Corey loves to point out, uh, Sammy is not immune to bad lyrics. And this is true. I maintain that, uh, Sammy is also when he, you say like he plays guitar when he wants to, he's like, yeah, he can also write some killer lyrics when he wants to, um, you, you say what you want about, uh, uh, whatever that percentage might be, uh, whether it's like a 60, 40 bad or bad to good, or, you know, the other way around, or like an 85 to 50, I don't know, whatever it's fine. But I will say, I think that that deserves a bit more of a dive, uh, to find out who is the worst lyricist in rock music, because I think Gene Simmons would like a word with you. Yeah, I said it. <laughs> Well,
0: uh, and I,
2: okay, I will I, say
1: this. I
0: won't, uh, I won't disagree with that, actually. <laughs> yeah, he's yeah
2: It's yeah. a very good point. But actually, Sammy Hagar, in an interview with Guitar World just a few days ago, even admitted that uh, during his Van Halen days, they were just goofing off and he was doing lyrics. And he even, he even says he's pretty embarrassed by a lot of the silly lyrics that he wrote back in the day. Uh, I'm just looking at the quote here. He said, back then, Eddie and I were doing these crazy acrobatics where I could sing crazy lines and he'd go nuts on the guitar. When I was in Van Halen, at least in the early days, it was all about having fun. He said, I hate to mm. say I did that in, you know, uh, silly lyrics. He said, I hate to say I did that in Van Halen, but I did. So even he kind of comes out and says, yeah, a lot of my stuff, especially early Van Halen stuff, uh, lyrically, right. maybe was just kind of silly.
0: Because, I, I mean, like, I, here's the thing. I
1: would... <laughs> Go ahead. Go ahead I was just going to say, like, I don't I don't think he's going to try and sit there and defend up for breakfast because you just. That's oh, a I later can't. one. <laughs> I know. That's, see, a, that's a later one, way... too. Yeah, it's like, just don't. <laughs>
0: I'll say this though, to me that like that song is so stupid, it's a toss-off. I don't I'm not even thinking about the lyrics. I'm thinking about the jam and the rhythm that he sings and he's great at that. But like when he gets serious is when it gets worse. All right. If I were you and you were me, ain't no one I'd rather be. But if I were Barney, I'd throw me in a tree like what are you doing that's that song's feeling that song is so bad and it's a great song but his lyrics are so stupid it's hard to get past it i don't know it's again there are a lot I of a uh,
1: lot of la hair them. metal bands had some pretty damn bad lyrics as well so i don't yeah i don't know like, van the more halen's i get better
0: it. van halen's better than that that's true that's true <laughs>
1: I mean, yeah, yeah, definitely better. But I'm talking if we're just going to talk about rock lyrics and being just really like, who's the worst lyricist? I don't know. Sammy might be uh, uh, if you if you weigh all the bad against the good. Right. I, again, I don't know that uh, ratio. Someone listening, please do the math. Uh, but uh, <laughs> I just feel like there's probably a, a laundry list of other lyricists that are worse than Sammy. but. Again, I don't know. I, maybe that's a, another show for another day.
0: Sammy's I, what two thousand songs. There's got to be a failure rate. Right? I. There's no
1: doubt about that.
2: Of course, I'm really. Course. I'm really hoping we get a Sammy track tonight. Now, who else? Put up yes. your hands. Going to Sammy
1: track? Yeah. I obviously want. Let's say it's fake. Let's go Spain. <laughs> but but we can't we can't get into that just yet because we have to uh, discuss. Uh, The thing that we always discuss on the show, the polls, because we had uh, two polls since we had two shows, uh, uh, a live show, one back to back. uh, Corey, what are the polls telling us? All right. Well, the first poll is for the first track we did, which was Tattoo uh, from a different
2: kind of truth. Uh, It finished up with 90 votes, uh, 70 percent what dreams are made of, 30 percent. This stream is over. I'll just cherry pick some mm-hmm. of the best uh, comments that are made from people who weren't on the show so we can go a little quicker here. Yeah. Uh, Trockman5150 says, uh, Great song with some clever lyrics by Dave. I wish the album would have been more original, new material rather than older stuff from the archives. Would have been nice to get one more album like this with Sammy. So there you go. Sammy fan I wants agree. one more album. Yeah. Uh, Robert Cato says, uh, Great song. I agree with the commentary. It should not have been the first single, but I love it. Then again, I love all of Van Halen. So there you go. Thank you, Robert. Uh, Rihanna says, great song. Love whole album. Uh, Jonathan Meisner, good song. Agreed that the chorus is the weakest part. Shouldn't have been the first single though. You and Your Blues first, Chinatown second, and then Tattoo. That's just me though. And those are three, I think, pretty good choices from that album. Uh, It should have been the first single. Uh, Van Halen lyrics. Uh, did anyone ever think they'd see the day DLR recorded a new full album with Van Halen? Now that's what dreams are made of. Could not agree more with that statement. Yep. There you go. Yeah. Uh, Michael Riggs says decent little rocker. Absolutely. Uh, here's a descending vote. Will Leinert, uh, who uh, comments on all of our polls says this song blows. Come on now. So <laughs>
1: <laughs> definitely not a fan of tattoo. <laughs> How do you really feel? Will please. Yeah. Yeah. Quit <laughs> beating around
2: the bush. Oh down. <laughs> yeah (laughs) that's awesome it's not for everybody that's for sure no no Uh, that's true yeah yeah uh gene hickey said been randomly uh shouting sexy dragon magic all morning at work customers are not thrilled (laughs) great show last night yeah no no (laughs)
1: shit because what what even is i mean like i i I ultimately voted up uh voted yes for the song but i mean i'm still not over that line listen
0: (laughs) i can tell you driving in that in my car with my son who at that point was six and making him listen to van halen whenever sexy dragon would come, that was the thing he would scream from the back and like wow. so yeah the appeals is the uh, four-year-olds there you go Mark. <laughs> so It's a four-year-old in all of us <laughs> yeah. noted yeah all right yeah.
2: Uh, scott monroe says solid rocker with a great solo dlr is at the top of his game lyrically a thunderous opener that, even if it wasn't the best single choice, is not a track I'd ever skip. Very well said there. Uh, Jonathan mm-hmm. Todd says, I don't get the hate. Great song, great lyrics, good hook. What do I care about what song was a single when? So there you go. Maybe <laughs> we're putting too much emphasis on that. Uh, Scott Everett says, uh, so sorry I missed the live show, but I am watching on YouTube now. Absolutely love Tattoo. Yes. I never thought I would hear Dave and Van Halen again, and this was a dream come true. The music is great. The lyrics are crafty. and The solo is classic Ed and the video is so much fun. There's something we didn't uh, comment on was the video. Yeah. It's a pretty good. Video, oh, that's
1: though. true. Yeah. I have not seen the video. So there you go. Yep.
2: Oh, my old buddy Bruins wow. fan 71 says, I hate this worst track on the album. <laughs> that's that's the
1: worst. track, <laughs> If you say so. <laughs>
2: Uh, Sean Geek, who was supposed to be on the show, but uh, got uh, caught up doing some family stuff, said, I still like this one. Yeah, maybe not the best lead off for the album, but man, this one still rocks. Uh, Davey Lee Smith says, like she's the woman, I'm glad to hear the classic EVH brown sound and the classic DLR poetry in motion, or in this case, poetry in ink. Also, of course, the DLR humor with the talking after the chorus. Absolutely what dreams are made of. So there's another upvote on that one. Uh, Brad Gould, who we mentioned earlier tonight, I uh, love this track. Besides EVH's growling yet melodic rhythm playing, he was also singing below DLR in the early parts of the chorus. Added a nice step to the vocals. Driving bass in a killer solo, big win. There you go. Huge fan of Tattoo. Mm-hmm. And uh, finally, uh, Airhead says, good track and a great episode. Solid groove. The chorus is not great. No melodic structure, but have to admit it is catchy. Biggest issue, as with most of A Different Kind of Truth, Dave's doing all the backing vocals, not Ed or Wolf. Gives a Dave solo feel and not a Van Halen feel, Wolf would have killed it. What do you guys think wow. about that one? I, I agree, Wolf hmm. would have killed it. That's like,
0: interesting. Yeah. That's that's an interesting take, actually. And he's right. Like, that is the one thing I noticed when that came out was I was waiting for the background vocals and there weren't any and it was all raw And it was like, I don't know. I didn't love that yeah. song when it came out. I can tell you that. Yeah. I, do- I like it now, but.
1: <laughs> I definitely think it's, it's a grow, not a short. Yeah. <laughs> yes, exactly. Well said. Um, it's, uh, I just, I don't know if, uh, it would have, I mean, I'm obviously the background vocals being what they are and what, what it, they usually are in a Van Halen tune, uh, would have provided extra flavor. I don't know that it would have made a great imp- diff- sort of different impact on this particular song or not, but I don't know. In, in another world, I'm sure uh, those background uh, vocals happened, I, but I don't know. It's hard to say.
0: I think that song was a clunker back in the day, and they didn't, <laughs> they never used it because it was a bit of a clunker. And I think I think they honestly signed a turd to make it what it was in this iteration, but the fact that it was the first single is an abomination. It kind of maybe it sunk the record for other people. I think, personally,
1: she's well, a woman. Well, probably so, but, but yeah. I Go mean, it, there like uh, many many people have said this. This one probably should not have been the track to lure people back into the Van Halen, uh, uh, you know, train. But uh, what what are you gonna do? But I think it's time we get into the actual, like the, the real, no offense to Tattoo, but the real poll that I'm curious about uh, is uh, the, the next one, which is, why can't this be love? Corey, what are, what, what did the people say?
2: This one was a little more uh, definitive. 87.9% what dreams are made of. 12.1% uh, this dream is over. So uh,
1: That is still too high of a number. <laughs> That's all i going to say.
2: The the uh, first comment comes from a buddy of yours, uh, Jono, who I think uh, is the guy who uh, likes to call us out on Twitter for not knowing fucking anything about this band at all. Oh. that <laughs> still listens to the show. So thanks for listening. Uh, his comment was, that's not my Van Halen. So he's very much in the Van Halen Diary in 1984, I guess, uh, <laughs> camp. Uh, not really liking much of Sammy. Uh, I don't agree with what? that. I, I'm, I'm like Matt. I enjoy every yeah. era of Van Halen. But uh, Mark, do you want to respond
1: to that one? What is your... Van Halen like what is what is that did you have like a separate band that you named Van Halen and you're like this one's all for me I it it belongs to me this one's mine uh because if you're talking about the actual band they're not yours they were never yours they're not ours either so I don't know what 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 are we doing here
0: give me one second on this so like I when I found out that Sammy Hagar was going to be the singer of Van Halen I was crestfallen to a point of depression and like a 13 year old like it was ridiculous and (laughs) like I had a babysitter when I was a kid and he was a Sammy Hagar guy and I was a Roth guy he used to make fun of me and I'd be like nah your guy sucks and we'd be like your guy sucks and then Sammy Hagar James Van Halen because if you don't remember, like '84 was '80, Van Halen's '84 was the biggest album that summer. But the other one was VOA, right. Sammy Hagar, and like, I mean, I'm a kid walking around being like, Sammy Hagar's a tool. Like, what are you talking about, right? Which is stupid, but it was the, it was the you know the dumb videos he had. But then when Sammy, when that song, why can't this be Love Comes out, come on. I mean, that blew me away. I'm, that's to my to this day is top twenty. Ben Allen songs it, to me. You it's a it's a powerhouse. That's a That's yeah. a, it's a banger. Yeah,
1: it is a powerhouse rock song. I just don't understand. <laughs> it's like uh, the, the discourse with like Sammy got the Sammy Camp versus Roth Camp feels like uh, your favorite uh, sports figure went to a different city, and then all of a sudden yeah. it, it's just like it causes just like mass hysteria. You know, in my case, it's when uh, Tommy B decided to ditch New England and went to Tampa Bay, and we're like. Why would you do that? You you broke in my heart, and everyone's like, "Oh, it's not gonna work." He doesn't have the Belichick method, and then he won a Super Bowl. So you know, I don't Bellas. know what the point of that rant was, but uh, the the point is, whatever. <laughs> the point like, was you're yeah, still I mean, bitter I mean, about Tom Brady. I, mean.
0: I, I just I don't understand I how you could be a Van Halen fan and love everything David Lee Roth, and then you'd be like, "Oh, that 5150 album sucks." That is the one album that sounds like a Roth album with Sammy singing and. Sam ripping it. I, I don't know. And that,
1: that's, but see that—that's that's the thing. It, to to me, it doesn't sound like a Roth album at all. It sounds like a Van Halen album. It just has, uh, mm-hmm. you know, a different singer. So I don't. Yeah, I just I'll never understand it. But as long as we keep doing this show, it's the discourse is always going to happen. But uh, wh- all right, what are the people saying, Corey? All right, uh, let's go back to our friend Scott, who said Hagar era
2: perfection. It stood the test of time. There you go. Absolutely correct yeah. there. Uh, Jonathan Todd, who uh, really negotiating, trying to get him back on the show. He's had some family commitments. We'll get him on, though, hopefully soon. Uh, He tells a little story here that says, embarrassing, but in sixth grade during reading class, our teacher played this during reading time. I heard it, and I was just stunned. I had to learn how to play guitar like that. I learned how to play, but also learned later this was a keyboard song. Love it. So (laughs) big fan of that one. Uh, Scott Everett this time says, I thought Van Halen was dead when Dave left. And then I hear the first single and realized it was all about Ed. So great. A fantastic eighties pop song, which makes the classic Van Halen fans upset, but changes hard. Number three on billboard and drove 5150 to be Van Halen's first number one album. So see, we can't all be wrong, right? Right. And finally, Davey Lee Smith says, this is more nostalgia for me since I grew up with this song. Granted the Sammy era appealed to the more corporate top 40 radio crowd. And I prefer the more heavy rock version of the band. Still, I'll give credit where it's due to, what dreams are made of. So there you go.
1: There you go. Um, and you know, that may be true. It might, Sammy might've fit the mold of the, uh, the top 40 sound, but that's not to say that Van Halen with Sammy did not have like complete hard rock bangers. I'm here to tell you, they did. If you've been listening to our show, you know that they do. If you've listened to Van Halen outside of the, uh, main, uh, sort of mainstream singles, you know that you know what they've done with Sammy on the band. So I just, I I, I don't know. I, I just, it's, it's fine. Here's it's fine. the thing.
0: Sammy has the resin. Sammy led Montrose. Sammy is Sammy. Like, Sammy's never done anything weak. Like, unless you don't like Sammy stuff. You don't like his Sammy country stuff. But like, until that point, when he joined Van Halen, he was singer Montrose. And then he was Sammy mm-hmm. Hagar. And mm-hmm.
1: You know, <laughs> I mean, yeah. dude, The resume speaks dude. for itself, so yeah. Yeah, dudes
0: a badass. That's no, question.
1: no question. Honestly. So there you have it. So, but yeah, again, I say that twelve uh, percent. Uh, you're all. Well, I'm not gonna say you're wrong, but I don't know. Reevaluate. That's all I'll say. I say because I say that should have been a, That that should have been a one hundred percent. What dreams are made of. But yeah, what what are you gonna do? What are you gonna do?
0: All right, yeah, Mark. You can do twelve. You can do twelve percent on inside. Yeah, but you can't do twelve percent on why can't this be low? Anyway, oh
2: fuck it. There you go. In, inside's like 60-40. Jesus,
0: yeah, <laughs> I'm not go. a fan of
2: that one. <laughs> but Mark, okay. I, I am a fan of what we got on the wheel. Maybe we should spin this damn thing and see what we're going to talk about tonight.
1: I'm assuming you've primed it. You're ready to uh, to do the thing. Uh, it's time to spin the wheel. Uh, oh, it's but time to manifest. Do, yeah. It's time to manifest. That's right. Uh, Matt, you're our guest. Uh, if you've heard the show, you know what we do. We want to try to manifest a particular track that we want to get excited about talking. So, as our guest, what song do you want to manifest? Or is there a particular song from an album that you want to manifest on the show today?
0: So I mentioned three songs earlier. And the three songs are Unchained, so this is Love. We hear about it later. I don't think we've seen any of those three on the wheel. Those are the ones I grew up with. I got a lot to talk about. Oakland well, scarf there you go. all? Let's go.
1: So he's got uh, he's got options. Got some options. So you never know. I mean, you're the the it's odds are in your warning. favor. That's yeah, all fair The warning. odds are in your favor for that. So we'll see if the wheel wants some fair warning. Corey, how about yourself? I'm going to echo here about it later. I've been calling for that one since I think episode
2: one, I've been trying to manifest that one. It's still on there, but uh, I'm going to pick a Sammy too. And I'm in the mood for
1: some fuck tonight. And I'd like to hear a little top of the world. Ooh, good call. I was almost going to go with a song from the fuck album, but I won't, I won't do that. Instead. I'm going to manifest a particular track from balance. That's right. I am going. Yeah. I'm going to manifest a track called. Amsterdam, no reason. <laughs> I just really want to hear that song. All right, <laughs> all right. Well, what <laughs> do you people say, at boys? home can't see me right now? So <laughs> I'm winking very hard. That's right. <laughs> so, right, remember, uh, if you guys are ready, Corey, if you're ready, if Sammy's ready backstage, let's spin that wheel. Let's out hey!
2: Oh, it's going to be a good one. It's going to be a good one. Are we going to get Unchained? Oh, yes. It's un- yes. Yes. <laughs> did I just manifest? I manifested. You manifested. You did. That's three times now. Somebody has come on the show, called their shot, and hit it.
0: Unchained from fair right.
2: warning. Oh, Oof. man. I know you were be nervous fair, about I the called I,
0: I called three songs, but they were from the same damn album. So I feel That's good true. about this. I feel good. I feel good. Thank you. Thank you.
2: And you were nervous about the wheel spin too. You got to be pretty happy
0: right about now. I feel uh, great about it. I I actually, I was, I was excited for the wheel to show whatever it was going to be. But um, yeah, man, this is this is the song. This is the song, the song. Can't turn this song. I've heard this song one million times. We all
1: have. That's a lot of times, but yes. (laughs) Well.
0: I mean, truly, right? This is this ranks yeah. up with every other song in my mind. This ranks up with every other song that I've heard on the radio too much that drives me crazy. Like I can't listen to "Running with the Devil" anymore. I can't mm-hmm. listen to "You Really Got Me" anymore. Like I just change it. I've heard "Eruption." I know "Eruption." I'm done. But in my mind, when "Unchained" comes on, if I even if I even try to shift that thing, that's a sin. This song is. The greatest Van Halen song of all time. It's the one that got me, it hooked me at, at a young age. It's got the left to right. It's got the Roth vamp. It's got every goddamn thing that Van Halen is made of. Early days. It's the best song.
1: This is uh for me. Uh, I do recall hearing this on the radio uh quite a few times. Not as much as I would hear uh some of their other hits. Uh, but I remember hearing this one, but it wasn't until I purchased that uh, Best of Volume One uh, that I started listening to this song a lot. And I think it's because this one, to me, had more of a harder edge than a lot of their other songs uh, that I that I recalled listening to at that time. It just this one just it felt, dare I say, heavier than uh, other Van Halen songs. It, but yet it it still didn't feel like it was outside the realm of what van halen was doing at that time uh it's very much very much still uh core van halen and a lot of that has to do with the fact that uh david lee roth is being the most david lee roth ever in this song but in a good way in a very good way because you know i might i might poke fun at uh some of the things dave does but man when he does it well he does it very well uh and this is just the entire band playing a what the kids call a banger of a track and it has never yet yeah, much like you matt if this thing comes on i'm not turning it like i'm absolutely jamming it uh, Corey, you got any fun memories of unchained
2: I think Matt kind of said it all. This is the ultimate Van Halen song. And I don't, you know, we shouldn't be tipping our hand this much maybe before we play the song, but we we spun what a lot of Van Halen's fans will will call the best Van Halen song ever. Uh, It's in that conversation, right? So uh, I think on uh, Chuck Klosterman's list uh, of Van Halen songs, where he ranked every single song, this was second. Uh, And I I found the quote here saying, uh, it merely feels like insatiable straight ahead rock, but the lick is freaky, obliquely hovering above the foundation while the drums... Oscillate between two unrelated performance philosophies.
0: It's there's <laughs> that, a good, there's a good, he he nails it. I've seen that list. Yeah. I've read that list. I've 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 read that list. He did that list. I think before he saw Van Halen reunited, and then he did it again after. Mm-hmm. But whatever, Postman's great. Mm-hmm. Uh, the song itself, it's 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 in so much as just being a jam on its own it will grab it but then you get into the stereo side of it with the left and the right and everything else I don't know it's really hard to put a finger on how great this song is without overstating it but it's hard to not overstate the fact that I don't know it's it's the live version of this that's on YouTube. It's the band in all their glory in 1982, which I think is probably their best tour when you see anything live with them. Like 84, it's too much broth vamping and stupid shit. 83, they're all drunk. 81, 82, fair warning is when it happens. Like there's a there's a video that exists with this album where he he's literally Roth is on the the drum riser <laughs> it's everybody he's like everybody up and he does he splits when the song breaks in and the rest of them are just dancing around playing the thing and they're they're so locked in step and it's such a heavy tune i don't know it's it's really hard to get past unchained is van halen to a teeth
1: well, what do you say we uh, go ahead and get jamming on this one? Yes, absolutely. This is Unchained
2: from Fair Warning. Yeah. All, right. All right! you talked about the, uh, you know, the left-right, right? You got uh, Eddie mm-hmm. in the right doing the guitar, and then you got Alex with the roll coming in on
1: the left. That's fucking amazing. It's so good. I I love the crunchy tone. Just that (laughs) crunchy tone in this song that Eddie's got is just incredible to me. So cool.
0: I see
2: you parting. Did you part. want me to stop there, Matt?
0: Yeah, sir. <laughs> that part. The Roth vocals. I mean, the Roth lyrics, right? Here's to your thin red line. I'm stepping over. Like, the way he says it, it's just so immediate and so, I don't know, rebellious. There's something about Roth in this song, and this album especially, where it's just like, he is what he is, but like in this album, he's a badass it's 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 exactly skills
1: right that's exactly what i was gonna say Corey. i was like it's all attitude and it's like uh you can you can go uh either way with attitude you can be too much or you can do just right and again as I, i said earlier uh when roth is doing his thing and he does it well he does it very well the attitude is on point and uh Big shout out to Michael Anthony though that this um this is the song I think that really got me uh listening to some of the things that uh, he does and I just love the p- sort of pulsing uh, uh way he's playing that bass you know it's just kind of like this ongoing pulse drive and it kind of just makes you feel like there's a heartbeat going on in your ear like constantly but uh, but it's musical so it's not annoying or anything like that and it's just perfectly uh, in sync with Alex and it just uh, love it love this bass line
0: one thing he doesn't get enough uh, enough credit for overall are his transitions his transitions Mm -hmm. are so good like he rides right he he goes up and down he does stuff especially in this song yes Michael Anthony is worth listening to here yeah
2: well, and we're gonna get some classic Michael Anthony uh, uh, vocal here too I "Thought You Never Missed Me" till I got a Fat City address. You want to talk about a lyric "Blue-eyed Murder in a Size Five Dress"? Come on,
1: uh, that's good. Yeah, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna fight you. <laughs> that's the
0: best. <laughs> it's great.
1: All right.
3: Here's to your thin
2: Mark, best chorus in Van Halen history? Top five at least, maybe.
1: Ooh, I wasn't ready for that question. Um, <laughs> yeah, I, you know what? I'll, I'll give it to you at the at the very least, top five of their choruses. Yes, I'll I'll, I'll say that. That one requires a further think.
2: <laughs> well, fortunately, you it's got there. two minutes it's... and twenty songs left here. <laughs>
1: yes,
0: <laughs> it's absolutely top five. It's top five. Right. The way it the way it leads into it, it's Roth Vamping, and then that crazy bridge, that and then. And then the way it right back into that chorus on chain. I don't know. It's top five chorus of any song of any time for me. This is the greatest things. It's a miracle. I don't know. I'm sorry. It's, just, it's a rock and roll. I roll miracle. Hit, Hallelujah. I can't believe yeah. <laughs> we hit this song. This is, this is the song. This is the one damn song. I can't get my head around it.
1: It's hard for me to explain. It's, uh, the chorus is where you want the hook. And this is definitely uh, the hookiest. So yeah, you, you might be right, Corey. <laughs> it's like an impossible hook
0: after sorry, that weird bridge. Sorry, it's yeah. an impossible hook after that bridge that is so helter-skelter. It's all over the place. Yep. and then the thing just locks steps you know
2: but I love that, that, that four count Alex gives leading into the chorus like mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. bang 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 mm-hmm. change oh that's perfect mm-hmm. good shit don't ask for
3: permission this is my chance to fly. maybe you're not
2: You even get that attitude from uh, Ed and uh, Mikey uh, on mm-hmm. the background vocals on that, right? Like even they're singing with more attitude than they normally do.
1: They got to match the energy because you know like Dave's coming at you full force, so it, the music is coming at you full force. They can't they can't be timid. They have to come at you too.
0: <laughs> it's Like they're all angry in a room at, yeah, at the same time overjoyed by what they're doing. You know, it just, it's sh- just it's just endless boundless energy yeah it's I'm like sure they there's know that expert. this is cooking right
1: yeah yeah i'm sure there's an expert that can actually tell us exactly where they were uh in their mindset in doing this song um i i don't know i can only i can only assume based on how i'm hearing it uh, i'm gonna text sure.
2: greg runoff when we're when we're done here and find out because he would know he literally He'll wrote know. the book on early van halen oh uh, <laughs>
1: can
0: i get his number <laughs>
2: He promised us some swag. Remember, Mark? He said, uh, you know, I got all this Van Halen shit when I die. Who's going to get it all? Mark and I are like, hey, we'll take He's some right like, now if you yeah. want. Yeah,
1: yeah send it
2: this way. He, he knows how to find us. Yeah, send half yeah. to Nashville, half to Saskatchewan, and uh, we'll take care of it for you. <laughs> there you go. Oh, Mark Meier, that
1: guitar solo. Oh, I know this solo very, very well. <laughs> this, I think this might be on top of the fact that at the time, this was what I thought was... Van Halen's uh, Van Halen's uh, heaviest song. It was the solo that kept me uh, going back. Like I'm I'm purposely listening to Unchained for the solo uh, today. Like tomorrow, I'll probably just listen to it just because I want to hear it. But the, but the, but today, I'm listening specifically for the solo. And I had many days like that because I thought in my young, naive, early musicianship that I'm gonna learn how to do this solo, and I'm just gonna listen to this a lot, and eventually, I'll play it spoiler alert Corey. i never learned how to do it <laughs> you no know, it just i i you know i i gave up and it's fine it's it's sometimes it's okay to give up kids it's just you just you understand that uh like you know what i could learn every note but it still won't come out the same way so i'm just gonna bow out i don't need i don't need to learn the solo and that's okay i can just enjoy it if the
0: bridge didn't do it the solo was the death of a thousand garage. <laughs> right. Like, can well you imagine said. like, Hey man, I can play the lick. And then it's like, da, 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 da. like that doesn't work. Okay. We get through that and then let's do the solo. Forget about <laughs> like, it. Like, nope. Forget about it, Dave. <laughs>
1: You gotta it. call in a ringer to uh it's like who who do we know uh, in town that can uh, play guitar really well, bet they know yeah. how to do the solo. And right. they're like, yeah, no, I'm not doing that.
0: This song is ridiculous. Let's go.
3: Nothing stays the same. Oh, change. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nothing stays the same.
2: All right, were
0: you cueing me, Matt, or were you just uh, mouthing along to the to the Dave? As I have here. a hard time listening to that song and not <laughs> mimicking uh, Dave in that moment. Hey, man, that suit is you. Suit is you. it's the coolest. It's just the coolest shit ever. I don't know. Well, like well, my fa- my favorite on, Mark, part is coming does, up. Does that bother you? Does that bother you?
1: No, it doesn't bother me at all. I love this song and I love that line.
0: So great! Like it's if just I... them vamping in a studio. You know, yeah. this was. I don't yeah. know. It's Rob, silly. It's, it's
1: are uh, they're, because they're going at you. They're going at you pretty hard on this song. And then all of a sudden like, okay, here's our little respite just for, just for a minute. Uh, and uh, you know, they're, they're allowing themselves to be a little silly because this is silly, but in a good way, um, you know, it, it gives you sort of a, a nice little, yeah. Like I said, a little respite from the heaviness uh, until it all comes back uh, full circle. But yeah, this is, this is a cool little break.
0: And I'll say at one point, the break in Dave's mind, in this moment, he is a genius when it comes to patching this band. He's thinking about this in a live show, right? He's like, this is what this is what I'm going to do in a live show, right? One break, coming up, and snap, pick.
2: Well, and that's the best Jake. part when Ted Templeman comes in and says, uh, come on, Dave, give me a break. Uh, give me a break. Uh, my Van Halen encyclopedia. Apparently, that really happened. He thought yeah, Dave man. was being too obnoxious, and he said, come on, Dave, give me a break, and the band liked it so much, they so left it in the tracks.
1: So. I mean, why not? It, it, it works. Some...
2: Oh, it works incredibly well. Here we go. Some yeah. leg
3: tonight for sure. Go
2: get some leg tonight, Tell
3: Mark. Us how you do. Woo-hoo. Come on, Dave, give me a break. Hey, hey, hey. One
1: And I got to just mention the, uh, the sort of the the crescendo into coming back into the chorus uh, from the the one break coming up. You got uh, Michael kind of very slowly like riding that bass line a little bit. And then here comes Alex. Da, 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 boom. Like we're back in it. We're just like that's you talk about uh, transitions, Matt, like that. That is a superb transition.
0: So that's great call. And that's one of the best things this band does and did do. Like you know, when you think about like "Light Up the Sky" and some other some other songs that they do when they go dynamics and they go soft, loud, and they come into a thing. I don't know. There's that there's a better band at doing it besides like Metallica maybe or something where you know you're going to this this place where it kind of calms down, but the band stays high and the way they come in, it's like. <laughs> like it just it, it just rises up it's so great. Mm-hmm. i don't know the, the best i had well and that's a
2: good call on metallica they they're really great at those transitions from going from different tempos in the same song and mixing it yeah. all in and here's another yeah. good example of van halen doing the same thing absolutely <laughs>
1: Unchained by van halen and i love that uh the, the moment where uh it still sounds the rhythm section is still so big that even when eddie goes off to do his own little thing back there towards the end uh, as his little uh, let's call it let's call it an outro riff uh it's still the song does not dissipate in its in its heaviness or in its like sort of uh rocking drive that it is that it's had this whole time uh and even with eddie doing his own thing back there like the rhythm section is still just holding it so hard uh alex is just like taking this taking the ride for for a spin and just and alex just i'm sorry sorry michael just uh just keeping that bass pulse just thriving i love that all right
0: yep that's a, that, I will say one one thing. That's one thing at the end of that song. It does drive. It drives to the end. And another one, if you see this thing live, if you just look at the YouTube video of this song live, it's, it just it, it it drives and drives and drives and drives and drives until they blow up a gong. <laughs> <laughs> and it sounds... Uh, like it just builds to a crescendo. It's such a... Mm-hmm. Such a great way to put it. I mean, you, yeah, Mark,
1: good call. Yeah, it's awesome. Oh yeah, it's a the one thing Van Halen has never struggled with are dynamics. Uh, they're one of the best dynamic rock rock bands of all time. So you know, that's yeah. why we're here, and that's why we're still talking about them. I love that
2: call in the outro too, because like you said, it builds that crescendo, crescendo, crescendo. Excuse me, and mm-hmm. then just kind of bleeds out right, like just ding, and nice, and yeah, on the way down. Absolutely, one note,
0: one note about the ending of that song on the recorded version is when you listen to it all the way out, there's this one little playing, yeah, Just one little playing Eddie at the end. It's so funny, and it's there, it's there. Yeah. You can hear.
2: Well, I tell you what, boys, so, I'm only going to play this clip once on the count of three. Uh, let, let, let's all uh throw in our vote. I, I'm pretty sure I know which way this one's going to go. So, three
3: two, one.
1: Mark, final thoughts on Unchained. A clean sweep. No surprise there. Uh, I mean, what could we possibly add that we haven't already said? Uh, did we show our hand early? Sure. but as you pointed out, Corey, uh, this is Unchained and it is one of the most highly regarded of Van Halen's tracks of all of their catalog uh, and no shocker there. This song rocks, it cooks. everything about it is Primo Van Halen. like this is uh, if people say when I think of Van Halen, I think of Unchained, who's gonna fight you on that? You, nobody, at least I, I would hope nobody, because why would you? This, this is a prime example of all the things that people love about this band and what makes this band great. You get everything from how heavy they can be, how much of a uh, sort of force they can be reckoned with just in terms of content of the song, uh, your front man being uh, the most a uh, uh, charismatic frontman, even in a recording studio, you don't even have to see what he's doing live, just to hear the way he sounds, the way he's presenting the song uh, lyrically and uh, sonically with the vocals, and then just and the rhythm section is huge. Eddie is Eddie at the top of his game. I mean, <laughs> it should I can wax poetic about that all day? You guys know that this is top tier Van Halen Unchained. I can't imagine. Anyone not thinking that it isn't, but it's the world's a crazy place. Corey, final thoughts. Well, I tell you, c- coming into this podcast, uh, I had Unchained is my favorite
2: uh, Dave era song. And it still is my favorite Dave era <laughs> song. It might, be, it might be my favorite Van Halen song of all time. Uh, my favorite Sammy song, I think is still um best of both worlds. Um, But nice. uh, man, it, it's tough uh, between that and Unchained for my all time uh, favorite. It's a perfect song. It's an absolutely perfect song. I love everything about it. Uh, we, we've kind of talked about it ad nauseum. I can't really add too much more. Uh, it starts perfect. It ends perfect. The band is tight. The lyrics are great. Dave's in his wheelhouse. wheelhouse. I love the Ted Templeman uh, cameo with the come on, Dave, <laughs> give me a break. Mikey's killing it. Uh, the drums are fantastic. They sound amazing. The production on this album is mm-hmm. so good. Fair warning, maybe my favorite Van Halen album of all time. Awesome. Um, and there, There's so many that, that are kind of right up there with it, but... I'm so glad we spun Unchained tonight. I'm so glad Matt called a shot and got the song he wanted. Uh, Matt, uh, maybe explain uh, final thoughts on uh, Unchained.
0: Hey, man, you guys covered it all. That is, it's the greatest Van Halen song. I mean, really, it truly is. There's, there's, there's a top ten. There's a top twenty. There's a top fifty. You can argue about all of it, but uh, the the mountain of Van Halen starts with anything that starts with Unchained. I think, and so uh, you guys covered it all thank you. I'm glad to be part of your thing. And I don't know. I, 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 there's nothing much more to say. Like, ah, what a great song. Thanks guys. Glad to be a part of it. Of course.
1: Well, we're glad to have you, Matt. Thank you for being on the, on the show with us, uh, for being a fan, for being patient as well. Yeah. We, we know it's, uh, it's been a while, but, uh, uh, if you got, uh, any social medias, you want to promote anything, let the people know.
0: All right. So, yeah, if I had anything to say, I would say, Check out my friend, Mark Tremonti, former guitar guitarist of Creed and guitar player, Walter Bridge. Um, he did a side album, uh, Tremonti Sings Sinatra. Check out com. Check that out. He's doing a whole Sinatra song uh, album with uh, Frank Sinatra's original players. And all the proceeds go to Um, NDSS for um, his daughter and everything that they're working towards. You should check it out, check out the album and check out the cause there. Um, That's all I got, man. I I appreciate you guys having me on. Truly. Well,
2: we appreciate your patience. I know you wrote us back in April. It only took six months, uh, but we're very happy to have you on the show. (laughs) Uh, but I got to ask, I, I've been doing this lately. I'm curious, we're going to do this price or right style, uh, who can get closest to the number without going over? How many times do you think Unchained was performed by Van Halen live? Matt, you're the guest. You can go ahead and guess first. How many times do you think they played this song?
0: Right. We're talking all the time. Yep. Jeez. It's gotta be 800 times.
1: 800 times. Okay, Mark. See, I did pretty good at this last time. So, mm-hmm. let me think real. This is unchanged. So you have to imagine they probably played it almost every night of its uh, since its inception. Uh, I'm gonna say uh, I'm just slightly undershoot. I'm gonna say 750 times.
2: Yeah, both went over 676 times according to oh, Setlist.fm. Wow, right, that wasn't I- terrible. It seems like yeah. it should be more though. I agree with you guys.
1: It does. It does. But uh no, that's fair enough. I mean, if we really think about it, 600 times is still a lot. Yeah. So especially <laughs> especially over uh you know 20, 30, 40 years or however many years it took uh since recording the song and then playing it live, everything like that. So plus, yeah, that's that's a lot.
0: <laughs> plus they never they never played it during a Sammy era. Once. Like that was never played, right? So it was up until that Sammy, and then man. it was after Sammy. Gee, that's a thing. That's,
1: well, that's that's interesting. Yeah, that's so maybe that's what I was thinking. I think that's why I overshot it, because I just assumed that'd that would uh, be one that Sammy did. But that's what happens when you assume, kids. Never assume anything. Uh, Corey, where can the people uh, find the stuff going on with the show, and where can they find you if they want to shout you out?
2: Well, they can find us com. You can find us on our YouTube page, uh, Podcast Will Rock. Uh, you heard Mark and I talk about it. We are maybe doing some more live shows in the future, so check it out there. Um, you can find us on Twitter, at Podcast Will Rock. Uh, and you can find us as part of the Deep Dive Podcasting Network, which I'll just uh, quickly go through the shows here for you. We have uh, T-Bone's Prime Cuts on the other side, the Deep Purple Podcast, Sabbath Bloody Podcast, Skinnered Reconsidered, In the Lap of the Pods, The Magician's Podcast, Hawk Binge, Maiden A to Z, Diary of the Mad Men, The Judas Priest Cast, Universally Speaking, Backtracks Aerosmith Revisited, So Far So Pod So What, The Tom Petty Project, which I was a guest on this week. Actually, that show just dropped today. If you want to learn more about me and talk a little Mm -hmm. Tom Petty, Uh, you can check out Kevin Brown's show, The Tom Petty Project there, Uh, Backtracks Steam Music, And volume four for all is a new show added to the network, and as is Rock Roulette, where they also spin a wheel. Wheels are being very popular, Mark. Uh, They spin a wheel on Rock Roulette. And uh, Kevin Brown's new Queen show, actually, they spin a wheel on that one too. So uh, that's where they can find me. Uh, They can find me on Twitter at cd
1: morissette as well. And uh, Mark, where can the fine folks find you? The busiest man on the web, Corey Moore said, everybody. Oh, you can find me at Mark the Bat on Twitter and Instagram, usually rambling, usually ranting about something that's angry me or something that I love. It's never usually an in-between Uh, music related, movie related, nerd things typically. But uh, and then every once in a while, I, I'll i post something musically. What's got what's going on? Hopefully, actually, uh, sort of a sport not a spoiler alert but a sneak peek more music stuff uh to be announced very very shortly there are things in the works so uh be on the lookout for that if you're interested and then otherwise uh you can yell at me about all my van halen inaccuracies that's what we do here man we we, we talk about van halen we rock out to van halen the show is all about van halen doesn't matter what era because we're a fan of all of it even if the song in particular isn't our cup of tea we're still gonna drink it because it's van halen the van halen brand never fails to deliver and we hope we have delivered a good show for you guys thank you all for listening for tuning in we are and the podcast will rock and we will rock you later